Welcome to Dawn Patrol, the 30A Morning Show. Good morning! Presented by 38 Cottages and Concierge. Yeah! <laughs> Online, 38cottages.com. All right, good morning, everybody. It is Dawn Patrol. we got a really special show today because we're going to talk about locals that you might not see all the time. These are the wildlife that we get to hang out with, and uh, we've got all kinds of stuff. And I'm just going to go through the list here. I, I tried to think of things that I've just personally seen in the area. Uh, sharks. Manatee, bald eagles, osprey, bears, snakes, alligators, dune mice, beavers. Did I look at with Patrick at the Great Beach State Park? Did I leave anything out? Florida armadillos and gray foxes and coyotes. <laughs> coyotes, yeah. The fox I saw one the other night, actually. So I did leave that one off. Uh, I'm joined by Patrick. Uh, he's our go-to guy uh, for all things state parks in the area, and uh, we're just going to go ahead and dub him our wildlife expert. I, <laughs> <laughs> you probably see plenty of them out here. Patrick, congratulations, uh, has a new position here with Great Beach State Park. He is the assistant park manager. Yay, Patrick. Thanks. Appreciate it. Awesome. Uh, it was a long interview process or just tenure? Uh, no, it, it, was a, it was a long process. <laughs> Good. Well, congratulations. Uh, you, you definitely, uh, if you hang out with Patrick here in Graden Beach State Park area, not only does he know what he's doing around here, everybody knows him that vacations here and stays on here. Uh, somebody, How long is this person that was here today? Uh, she's probably been coming here for quite a while. Uh, they've been coming here and volunteering for me for over 10 years. Wow. And I've been here this January. The first will be 16 and a half years. That's awesome. Congratulations. It's people like this that make 30A really super cool. But let's just get right into it. Uh, the summer months, we, we see a lot of wildlife in the area and you could see a bear on the side of the road you could see eagles flying around we got bald eagles uh tell me just in a summertime what patrick sees in and around our state parks here well in the summer i I see tracks of things but i don't see much wildlife because the heat and humidity is so much they're usually hunkered down until the evening time most stuff is um you'll see the occasional deer um but now in the spring as as everything starts to warm up you're going to see um, the gray foxes move around. You're going to start seeing beavers. We actually had a pair of um, otters spotted at our bridge here um, this past fall here at Western Lake. You're going to start seeing more evidence of different shorebirds, birds that are migrating from the south going back north, and other birds that are coming from, say, the west to the east and vice versa. So um, everything starts changing. Lots of deer. Um, the bear will start being out in the spring, especially as um, – the, the public starts coming here and the tourists start coming here more. Um, everybody, please make sure that your dumpsters are closed right. and, your, and your trash is um, secure because Yogi and Boo Boo will come visit you. <laughs> yeah, it's your garbage that wakes them up, so keep it covered. It is, it is. Now, um, also, there is, um, in the past three years, we've had this uh, a female bear, and she, last year she had three cubs the year before, and the year before that she had two. Wow. Um, so... We're going to see if she shows back up for a fourth year. But um, there are several bears around here. Apparently, there's a uh, a male bear here as Oh, well. yes. Uh, <laughs> believe it or not, um, I know some locals that got some good pictures of him. Okay. And he has a white spot on his chest. And if he ever raises up enough that you can see it, it looks like a butterfly. So they call him Butterfly. Oh, very cool. And if you get to see that up close, uh, don't run. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> things people need to know. Um, one Make sure that your dogs are on a leash. Uh, they don't need to be harassing the wildlife. And trust me, there's wildlife out there that will turn right back around and harass them, Yeah. i.e. the bear. You don't want to get up there and like it shows in the movies, oh, we'll play dead and he'll go away. No, that does not work. 
Um, you do not want to get up there and run from them. You want to slowly back away. One of the things you want to do is you want to, you want to make yourself appear larger as you're slowly backing away from, from the bear. If you do encounter one, you put your hands out to your side, raise them up over your head, you know, make a few little noises, um, you know, just whatever you do, you do not want to appear aggressive. I know that kind of it, it sounds like one is contradicting the other, but yeah, if you if if you start running or you come across very aggressive and and in some of the wildlife you don't show your teeth, right? <laughs> you know because if you do, they take that as signs of aggression and you are challenging them. And yeah, we do, don't want that to happen. I got you. Okay, so bears are in the area definitely. Uh, Florida panthers. Have we ever had those around here? Have you ever heard any kind of sightings or? I have seen something out here in the woods about my third year that I was here, um, and I'm almost 100% sure it was a Florida panther. We had two people um, year before last identify, I mean, spot on identified a panther that had walked through the campground, um, and in fact, we found a track. So sometimes, I guess, you, yeah, they do migrate out of their area and around this area occasionally. It's very, very rare. Yeah. A lot of times we have bobcats around here, and... Um, some people, I don't know, one thing people need to understand when they're thinking of a Florida panther, it is not like an African black panther. Our panthers are actually their cousin to the uh, Texas mountain lion. So they look more like a large mountain lion with a big, big tail. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's awesome. Uh, we, we talked about snakes a little bit. Uh, let's, let's talk about our snake population that we do have up here. Uh, unfortunately, we do have some that are pretty dangerous, uh, but they're also very cautious. Right. We, we do have venomous snakes here. Um, we have coral snakes, which um, if you go to turning over a bunch of old logs and other stuff, you're, you may come across one. They're very solitary, and, and they keep to themselves, and they hide in dark places like yeah. that. It's rare to see them out. Um, you have the cottonmouth water moccasin, of which I had the pleasure, and I do mean that sarcastically, of paddleboarding this fat past fall with one across Western Lake. Um, he kept his distance, I kept mine, and then finally when I could break away from him, I went my, my direction and he went his. So, But um, we do have cottonmouths here. Um, I don't like them. I know, always come out and say that. I don't like them at all. I don't either. And I, I know people that tell you, oh, they're not aggressive, they're not aggressive. It's not the true. The majority of the ones I've come across, along with the pygmy rattlesnakes, have attitude, if yeah, you want to call it that. They do. Um, now, the other big boy that we have, and he is so misunderstood – um, he'll he'll shake his rattles and he'll let you know that you, that you've got that you're getting too close and he wants to get away from you um, as much as you want to stay away from him. But it is the eastern diamondback rattlesnake and we've got some pretty big ones here. Yeah, um, I've come across several at Topsail Preserve, several here, a couple over at um, Deer Lake State Park, and every time they've I've either spotted them first and kept my distance, or they've let me know that I was approaching them. And then I, I heard it, I, I stepped back, and then I saw them, and they came from wherever they were, and they went on about their business. The rattlesnakes, everybody thinks, that like in these westerns, there's these aggressive things that's going to bite your horse and, you know, take the gunslinger down and all. <laughs> but um, they really, they, they do not want to be bothered. They, they, they lead a solitary life, um, you know, most snakes do. And um, another snake that is not venomous that um, I've seen – getting killed a lot lately. I, f I found on, on the bike path and other things is both the corn snake and the black racer. Mm -hmm. Corn snake is a very docile, I guess you could say, snake. Um, 
We find them all the time here. And the black racers, you know what? If you have a black racer in your yard, you you want to keep him. Yeah. He will keep all the other snakes and other stuff away and keep the mice down, uh, keep any sort of vermin down because um, he's so fast that um, – None of the other other snakes can keep up with him, so they usually stay out of out of each other's territory. Let's talk about camping uh, at our state parks here, and what you tell people when they do come camp with you. Uh, maybe how to be aware of uh, sharing space with the snakes, and uh, I, do, are they attracted to anything while you're camping? Um, actually, as far as our policy on camping and wildlife, and all. We, our policy is: you do not feed the wildlife, you do not harass, do not molest the wildlife. Um, it is for their good and your own good. Um, I mean, something as docile as a cotton rat. Lady thought it was so cute um, about five winters ago that she was feeding one little pieces of bread while she sat outside her campsite eating. Well, day three, she decided she didn't want to get up and go get the bread and feed it. She just kept reading. Well, it bit her on the toe. <laughs> um, they do not. They they do not get domesticated. Yeah. They associate people with food at this point. Um, bird feeders are a no-no. Squirrel feeders, no-no. These animals take care of themselves. Um, it, it's just it, not to sound like Disney, but it is the circle of life. Yeah. Everything has its purpose and, 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 and its meaning and what it's supposed to do in the ecosystem. When do we start seeing our animals around here kind of go away? We, t- we say they go away, but where do they go? That's, that's the big question here. Uh, we haven't talked about alligators, but you told me in a prior interview that uh, every lake – that we have in the area probably has one alligator in it and you just might never see it. So when it starts getting colder and the winter months come to the 30 area, where do they go? Well, some of the things like this, they hibernate. Okay. They just, they, they take, take to their, um, their holes, their burrows. Um, of course, you know, we don't have hills or mountains, so they can't take to caves, Yeah. but, um, they do, they hibernate. Um, You'll start seeing more things like the deer and the bear, coyotes, and the foxes and stuff moving around more. Um, now, when it gets really, really cold, you're not going to see. And the wind's blowing pretty bad. You're not going to see anything. They all hunker down, and um, they're they're like us. They're they're trying to survive and and you know stay warm. Yeah, that's kind of crazy to think about that. Uh they, uh, a sizable alligator, four to six foot, just finds a hole and he stays in there for four months, maybe. And that, and yeah, that, they basically they they basically they they do they 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 hibernate themselves. All the reptiles do. Um, it's rare to see anything, um, but we've had some very unseasonably warm weather. Yeah, In we fact, um, I rescued last Saturday. I rescued an older loggerhead sea turtle here at the park and took had to um, take it to. Um, Gulf World Marine Park, where they're rehabbing it, um, it was dehydrated, exhausted because it had been beaten up by the surf so bad, and um, a little bit of hypothermia. Wow. Even though the water was pretty warm, but um, the wind blowing on it, you know, was counteracting the warm water. So, All right. Of the last year, what's the uh, funniest or craziest animal encounter that you've had uh, at some of the state parks or just on 30A? Here recently, we kept seeing something, getting reports of a dog running loose um, in front of the old ranger station. And then I kept seeing something. And so finally one day I just, about the same time every day too, maybe the time was deviated by five or ten minutes. So one day I just sat there, and um, it was a gray fox. And don't know what he was doing, but he kept going back and forth, back and forth across the road. And he would do this for about an hour, and then he'd go on about his business. Never see him again. Next day, here he'd come, same thing, back and forth, back and forth for about an hour. He'd go away. 
and never in the same. When he leaves, it's never in the same direction. But he sits there and he, and he would trot, he would trot the road for an hour back and forth until somebody disturbed, and then he hunker down in the bush, wait for the car, the people to go out, and then he get up and do it again. I I I, I don't know what wildlife does sometimes. Um, you can't explain. <laughs> you can't explain it. Uh, what you might be able to explain is people that do come to our area uh, uh, that are here to see what we offer. Uh, are there people that come camping with you guys expecting to see particular birds? And uh, do, you, do you see that type of uh, vacation or come down here? We do. A lot of people don't understand, like our bald eagles. Um, a couple of weeks ago, they were actually right on the beach um, feeding. Fr- they, had, they had caught some fish and brought it in and were eating on the beach. The osprey were out around the lake. And a lot of people, um, when they come in, especially, say, around 4th of July, they get up there and they're expecting, oh, we hear you have bald eagles, you know, or where's the alligators? Nature's going to be seen when nature wants to be seen. Um, this is... This is not Disney. This is the real Florida, as we yeah, call it. Yeah. You know, we don't have a, a master control. We're like, okay, cue the deer now. <laughs> you know, that it, it just happens. It's like not it's Jurassic spoke. Park. No, it is not Jurassic <laughs> Park. Um, but, no, um, things I tell people, too, is to be very observant when they're out on, the, especially the trail across the woods, because you could be stepping over a snake that's laying in the path, sunning mm-hmm. itself, and not even realize it. I've done that myself. Um, you could have deer or other stuff standing right there um, just a little ways away from you in the brush watching you, and they just blend in with with the surroundings. Um, don't, go, don't go out on the trails with a bunch of um, heavy perfumes and colognes and stuff like that, you know, because um, they're going to smell you coming a mile away. Yeah. I mean, they're – they're like dogs. Their 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 senses are so much better than ours, and they can smell these things from distances. Um, the other thing is, if you're wanting to go see wildlife, you know, keep the noise down low, or just keep it, or, or keep it to a very minimum because they'll hear you coming. Then that's so, right. Turn down 38 radio and get quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or put put the earbuds in, but you know, yeah. then you don't know what's going to. Um, may sneak up on you so <laughs> that, that is true yeah you definitely and uh you know what we encourage people to take our uh roads uh that go through the state forest here they're open daily and there's some beautiful scenery back there and you will see something if you do it consistently that's where i saw the eastern diamond back the other day oh yeah yeah yep. so patrick congratulations on your new position assistant park manager great beach day park and uh, all your efforts uh throughout all the parks that we have here and uh congratulations on uh Making another year here on 38. That's all we're trying to do, right? Well, yeah. And, you know, um, people. Uh, there's other people that have moved to other parks and moved around and everything. And they're like, you've always been at Great. And I said, well, you know, I, I started here in 1999, and it just fit like a glove. And, you know, I love I love this whole area. I love the people of Grayton. Um, the park is – it really is. It's my home. Yeah. And, um, you know, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I mean – Come on. 30A is, let's see, how did somebody put it one day to me? 30A is happening. (laughs) 30A is definitely happening. So is Patrick. Come by and see him over here at Great Beach State Park. And uh, they have RV sites. They have natural settings you can camp out here. We also uh, have uh, 30 cabins. 30 cabins, which is pretty unique. Yes, because they're they're 15 duplexes, which make up 30 cabins. And they sleep six people max, two bedroom, one bath. No televisions, no phones. How uh, how soon should you book those if you're thinking about using a cabin? Well, cabins or campground, if it's for um, any sort of significant time like spring break or um, big holidays, 11 months in advance, any other time, 6 to 8 months in advance. 
There you go. Come stay at Great Beach Day Park. It's beautiful. It's got a huge road area. It gets you out to the beach, and it's just nice and quiet. You can see the most stars on 30A out here, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have some great you know, um, stargazing out here. That's Dawn Patrol. is brought to you by 30A Cottages and Concierge. Check out the wildlife when you're down here on 30A. Thanks, Patrick. You're welcome. Y'all have a good day.